Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. According to the CDC, sickle cell disease, or SCD, is the world's most common genetic disease. Affecting the Black community almost exclusively, the approximately 100,000 people in the United States living with sickle cell disease consistently have access to fewer health resources and experience worse health outcomes when compared to those living with other similar diseases. Furthermore, the average life expectancy for those with the most severe form of sickle cell is often 30 years shorter than someone living without the disease. Designated by Congress to help focus attention on the need for research and treatment of sickle cell disease, September is National Sickle Cell Awareness Month. While the overall disparities in health resources and funding are both stark and disturbing, thankfully, new and promising solutions are on the horizon. This past June, a diverse group of patient advocates, health professional organizations, health insurers, and biopharmaceutical companies announced the launch of the Sickle Cell Disease Partnership. The newly formed public policy will advocate for urgently needed federal policy actions to address the crisis of care facing those living with sickle cell disease. Here with us to discuss this important topic further, we have the CEO and president of the Sickle Cell Disease Association, Ms. Regina Hartfield. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, Ramses Ja. So welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Ramses. Thank you so much for having me today. Um, I'm so excited to talk about this important issue of sickle cell disease and the Sickle Cell Disease Partnership and the organization that I represent, Sickle Cell Disease Association of America. Sure, sure. Very much looking forward to it. So as we do around here, um, we want to know a little bit about you. So share a bit about yourself, um, your career path, and really what kind of led you to your role as the CEO and president of the Sickle Cell Disease Association. Well, I, I probably should think that, you know, my kind of kind of crazy career path has has done me well to get me here. Um, but I have a background um, primarily out of New York, which is where I'm from in the um, the community organizations. I've worked for a lot of nonprofit organizations in, in various capacities. 
and have always been uh, closely aligned with the medical community for for certain positions. Mm -hmm. And then also um, having a background of and an interest in healthcare disparities and healthcare issues across the board from having my mom, who was a nurse in, in New York City at the time, and um, also her focus on helping us as her children understand that everyone is not as fortunate and that, you know, when people are ill, they need to be supported, they need to be cared for. So there's always been that sensitivity. And she also uh, made us aware because she used to work in um, what we now know as the NICU. Mm -hmm. um, she made us aware of uh, babies that were born with very challenging health conditions. And one was sickle cell at the time, it was called sickle cell anemia. And so, you know, that was always uh, her 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 career and the experiences she had caring for um, these young children with with you know serious illnesses and sickle cell in particular um, always had an effect on me. So I've had a sensitivity to that um, over the years, and became a board member ultimately with uh, the Sickle Cell Disease Association of America, and then was very very fortunate to be able to um, land in this role. All right. So we're talking to the right person then. I love it. <laughs> so um, for those that don't know, what exactly is sickle cell disease and how does it affect, you know, the everyday lives of people living with it? Absolutely. Well, sickle cell disease is an inherited blood disorder that affects the red blood cells. And um, it is genetic. You will have, uh, for a baby to be born with sickle cell disease, uh, they need to have either both parents with a trait and one uh, with uh, a trait and the actual disease. So it, it is a genetic disease. Mm -hmm. What ends up happening with sickle cell, uh, sickle red blood cells is that they um, go from being this normal shape, kind of round shape and plump to a sickle kind of heart shape or crescent moon type shape. Mm -hmm. And um, when that happens, they tend to uh, form and, and form on top of each other within blood vessels. And from that point on, they form like a dam and the blood is not able to get beyond that point. And mm -hmm. any area beyond that point is then affected. This also um, leads to what is called and what people would commonly known as a sickle cell crisis, which is this very, very painful condition that uh, affects most of those with sickle cell disease, although not everyone will have pain. Um, but sickle cell disease is not just is not just, should not just be thought of as a blood disorder. It affects so many other parts of the body and causes complications. Um, stroke, uh, lung disease, kidney disease, so many different things that um, someone living with the disease needs to have a comprehensive care treatment package so that um, that they follow and that cares for them from pediatrics all the way through to adulthood. And there's a, a challenge with that in that transition. Mm -hmm. um, there's no universal cure for sickle cell disease. There are therapies for it that will help improve people's quality of life. Um, the bone marrow or what is commonly known as a stem cell transplant has been known in some cases to cure sickle cell disease, 
but there are associated risks with that um, therapy and there are treatment rather. And there are also, you know, conditions in which everybody does not, um, does not apply for, is not able to, to participate in that type of treatment just because there are so many conditions. Okay. So tell us more about the Sickle Cell Disease Association of America. What's the uh, mission of this organization? Um, the mission of SCDAA is to serve, in a nutshell, as a voice for those living with sickle cell disease. Okay. Um, we have been in place for... For 50 years, we are now celebrating our 50th anniversary. We serve as a voice for those living with sickle cell disease. Uh, we work with our 53 community-based organizations mm -hmm. that um, are part of the association. They are the on-the-ground workers, and they are the ones who take care of those living with sickle cell disease on a local and regional uh, uh, impact. They span... 29 different states mm -hmm. and serve over 500,000 individuals and children living with sickle cell disease. Um, we have education, awareness, research, and support programs and work very closely with other advocates and our partners in the sickle cell disease space to bring the voice of our sickle cell disease warriors front and center. And it's one of the things that I'm very excited about in our partnership with the Sickle Cell Disease Partnership. We're able to um, work with others who are also very strong in the sickle cell disease space, other advocates, others in industries, other community-based organizations, and are able to, um, under the leadership of the Levitt Partners, advance action for those who are living with sickle cell disease on the federal level and um, call on our policymakers to advance the bills and the legislation that are currently at play so that if enacted and if fully funded, they will improve the quality of life for those who are living with the disease. It's amazing work. Let's, let's, because I'm not as familiar as I would like to be. Um, what is it like for a person living with sickle cell? How is it manifested in their life? And is it painful? Is it, does it make you lethargic? Does it make you, I, I'm not sure how, how it manifests itself. That's an excellent question. Most of, um, there are about 2000 babies that are born in this country each year with sickle cell disease. Okay. And at the time they're born, um, they're, there's a blood test that will determine whether or not they have that and other conditions. Mm -hmm. um, but there are also people who don't learn that they have sickle cell disease for many, many years. Mm -hmm. um, they could be young adults, they could be adults. Uh, and that's because while they may suffer from some of the conditions that uh, or the symptoms that are part of sickle cell disease, the chronic fatigue, the incredible pain, um, they would have vision problems, kidney organ problems, kidney mm -hmm. problems. Uh, they could have stroke and we're talking children with stroke. Um, if they don't have a healthcare provider or they're not in a healthcare system that is able to identify sickle cell disease in, in their condition, um, then they're not getting the help that they need. And they certainly won't be getting the comprehensive care that they need. So part of the work 
that the Sickle Cell Disease Partnership is doing is um, putting forth and supporting the push for an action for our policymakers to put in place these policies and to fund this legislation um, that will provide for training for physicians, that will provide for a comprehensive package of care for those living with sickle cell disease um, under their Medicaid. It will also check the numbers. Right now, it's estimated that there are 100,000 uh, of those living with Af uh, those African Americans living with sickle cell disease. But we know that that number is not current and that there are likely many, many more. But because there is not a national ability to check the numbers into, and there's no program to follow those living with sickle cell disease. Now there are registries. We have one on our website too. But the the goal, one of the goals of the uh, partnership is to be able to get these pieces of legislation in place and funded that will allow for all of these things. It will allow improved patient access, provide coordination, support community-based organizations. And one of these bills is um, the Sickle Cell Disease Comprehensive Care Act. And then um, there are these appropriations for the Sickle Cell Data Collection Program and the Sickle Cell Disease Treatment Demonstration Program. And again, this will allow data collection so we understand who really is affected by it? How many people are affected by it? This will also feed into the expansion of research, the expansion of programs, um, and the understanding of the need to help children coming out of the pediatric healthcare system transition more seamlessly because we lose a lot of kids when that happens. So the work of the Sickle Cell Disease Partnership is to call on federal policymakers to advance these pieces of leg legislation and to allow for the funding that will improve the quality of life and access to care for those warriors, as they're called. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com BIN today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash B-I-N. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. 
Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. We are here today with CEO and President of the Sickle Cell Disease Association, Ms. Regina Hartfield, raising awareness for September's National Sickle Cell Awareness Month and discussing her organization's efforts to derive solutions for health, quality, and equity to those living with sickle cell disease. So why does sickle cell affect, disproportionately affect Black people? Sickle cell disease and we're going historically has was actually a protection against malaria. And so um, without going into the biology, because mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I wouldn't, I want to be accurate. Um, it, it was a protection against malaria, but since malaria is treatable, the protection is no longer the, there's no longer the same need for it. Okay. What people um, don't realize is that this is a global issue too Mm -hmm. um, that affects people from all over the world Um, in the Nordic nations, in Italy, Israel, all over, Mm. India, and also in the United States where we do think of it as, you know, and it does disproportionately affect those uh, from uh, those of African descent, but it also is... um, prevalent in the Latino population. It is, um, they are the second largest population in the United States with sickle cell disease. Mm. So what we do here serves as um, a model for what happens globally and what happens globally serves as a model for what we do here. Now you mentioned um, Uh, calling on legislators and elected mm-hmm. officials um, to bolster funding and research. Why, why are there disparities in terms of research funding for sickle cell um, mm-hmm. relative to other uh, ailments that affect the population? Another great question. So historically, sickle cell disease has always been underfunded mm-hmm. by the federal government. Okay. Um, Cystic fibrosis is an example of a disease that uh, disproportionately affects white Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, in this country, the, the rate of spending, federal spending, 
over the um, decades has been 2,800 per person of federal dollars to care for someone with cystic fibrosis. For someone with sickle cell disease, it's $816 mm. per person. That is a huge difference. Um, there are about 40,000 people living with um, cystic fibrosis. There are 100,000 living with sickle cell disease. Both fall under the heading of a rare disease, mm -hmm. but the funding has not been in touch and has not kept pace with the number of people. And it certainly is not equitable. This is equitable. It is a huge disparity. And what we're looking to do, um, which is why my organization, the Sickle Cell Disease Association of America, is excited to be part of the Sickle Cell Disease Partnership, is that again, coming together with all of those of us who are working in the sickle cell disease space mm -hmm. to enact change on the legislative level, especially on the federal level, we're able to point these out to support legislators who are already have been supportive and have pushed through bills to support um, funding for programs and for access for those living with sickle cell disease what we are seeing now and the time is now for some additional action mm. for the listeners to hear that there is this disparity for them to understand that through their um, support and their action they can make a difference by reaching out to their federal lawmakers and supporting the three bills that are in place which is the uh, sickle cell disease comprehensive care act the sickle cell data collection program the Sickle Cell Disease Treatment Demonstration Act. And one thing I will say that we just found out today we're very excited about is that President Biden has issued a proclamation uh, recognizing that September is National Sickle Cell Awareness Month. And we are really excited about that. And that increases the visibility and underscores the importance of the work that is being done by organizations such as SCDAA, and collectively, that is being done by the Sickle Cell Partnership um, Organization. Uh, I want to mention that your exceptionally diplomatic response to that question was um, uh, that was masterful uh, <laughs> because <laughs> there are not many people, myself included, who would have been so gracious when comparing cystic fibrosis to sickle cell. But um, but yeah. I appreciate that response. Um, another thing I want to uh, touch on is the association's uh, sickle cell disease educational information repository. Um, this is something that you've developed and made publicly accessible online. So let's let the folks know about uh, what this is and what it holds for them. The Sickle Cell Disease Association of America's website Mm -hmm. is um, really the repository for all of this information. Okay. Um, we are at www.sicklecelldisease.org. Mm -hmm. um, there you will find answers to basic questions. What at same that you were also at asking, uh, what is sickle cell disease? What are my resources? Um, how do I take care of myself? But they'll also have the opportunity to be connected to the network of the 53 um, community-based organizations that comprise the um, association. And they are 
encouraged to connect to their local community-based organization because mm -hmm. they are the ones on the ground. They are the ones with the programs that are actually going to affect the quality of life, provide direct resources and support to care for individuals within that region in one of the 29 states and even beyond. Um, on our website, you will find our clinical trial finder which enables uh, anyone who's interested in participating in a sickle cell disease clinical trial to learn about clinical trials, to understand what they are. Um, we also are very excited about this. We have a clinical trial disease app. It's a mobile app. And we're really excited about that because when you are trying to decide whether or not you want to participate in a, in a clinical trial, um, you're not always in front of your laptop when you're talking with people who are important to you for making this decision, your family, your friends, your network, your doctor even, but everybody always has their cell phone. Mm -hmm. So you download the mobile app and you can go in, register, and, and in minutes you have access to sickle cell disease research going on that you can consider participating in. And we think that is, you know, a wonderful, convenient way to have these meaningful conversations with uh, those who are important in making your decision. We also have a leadership academy that works with our uh, community-based organizations. We also have uh, medical news through our medical and research advisory committee who issues bulletins um, about medical conditions that can impact those living with sickle cell disease. COVID is a perfect example of that. We were out front trying to let people know what to do and how to care for themselves under those circumstances. Wonderful. Well, um, before we let you go, let's make sure that folks can keep up with you, plug in with you. Um, you mentioned your, the website, so let's uh, mention that again. If you're on social media, um, if you wanna plug the app again, anything like that, how can folks tap sure. in and make sure that we're supporting uh, everything that you got going on? Well, the Sickle Cell Disease Association of America is at www.sicklecelldisease.org. And all of our information and the ability to find out our, our Twitter and, and Facebook pages, you can just click on there. But the other important uh, website for people to know about is the www.sicklecellpartnership.org. Um, it is important for people to know that this is the place that you can also click into to find out how you as individuals can help push forth this legislation and let lawmakers know and policymakers know that the time is now. Mm -hmm. One thing I will say is in so many sectors related to sickle cell disease, we are so close, so close to finding either a universal cure or therapies that are going to be able to increase and prolong life for those living with sickle cell disease and to increase the quality of life for those living with sickle cell disease. And it. everything that can be done, if everything fell right into place, our legislation, the funding for everything, these, these bills that are gonna bring in hundreds of thousands of dollars for research, for access, for programs, um, to support this community. And then that will fuel research dollars. 
Clinical trials will fuel research data and information and therapies. All of this confluence at this point, we're just almost there. And we will find in closer than we realize a cure or the best therapies to increase and improve the quality of life for those sickle cell disease warriors. So the time is now, take action, don't waste a minute, go to the website, www.sicklecellpartnerships.org and push your legislators either on the local level, but certainly through this um, website on the federal level. And you can make a change. Well, I love that. That is so inspirational. And I, I know I'm not going to be the only person inspired. I know that your time is short, but um, let's say there's people listening right now who have a few extra dollars and they want to support directly. Uh, is the infrastructure in place for them to get money from their bank account to uh, your programs? Yes, exactly. Well, you can come to uh, Okay. and donate um, funds to our organization. Those funds will be used to support the work that um, sickle cell disease community-based organizations across the country are doing. They will also support um, the programs that we have in place for education, further awareness, our community health worker training programs, all of these, the just the website itself, it also supports those outreach and education and awareness building efforts that we do. So that would be much appreciated. And yeah. that goes hand in hand um, with reaching out to the sicklecellpartnership.org and lending your voice and letting your policymakers know that this is what you want on the federal level. Wonderful. All right. Well, thank you very much for coming on and discussing this incredibly important topic with us. Uh, once again, our guest is CEO and president of the Sickle Cell Disease Association, Ms. Regina Hartfield. Ramses, thank you so much for having me today. It's been an honor. Thank you again. And before we go, I'll leave you with this. Quote, if you can change just one woman's health behavior, you have a ripple effect. She is going to change her whole family, end quote. Fully exemplifying the power of a woman, this is a timeless quote from Dr. Marilyn Hughes Gaston, the first African-American woman to direct a public health service bureau in the United States. In honor of Sickle Cell Awareness Month, let us truly prioritize the sentiments of Dr. Gaston. Let us allow the information and insight provided by our guest today, Ms. Regina Hartfield, to truly serve as necessary, potentially life-changing and life-saving, higher-level education and critical mentoring for us all. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show is produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I am your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. Join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, 
and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.